Hi guys, my name is Danny Joe. We talked about how to change your life and to please God. So I hope you guys enjoy. See you soon. Welcome everyone to your uncensored space to realize God's pace and plan for your life. Conversations and messages from people who are true representations of Godsends and will inspire you to experience and become a Godsend for others as well. I'm your host Raymond Chi and this is the Godsend Podcast. Five, four, three, two. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Godsend Podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Chi, and on today's episode, I have the honor of bringing on someone that is, first of all, I still can't believe he's sitting right in front of me, um, but he is known as the Hollywood trainer and just someone that has um, really changed his industry and just um, has taken over in that aspect and is just continuing to is- inspire and whatnot and has blessed us with his time. And without further ado, that person is Mr. Danny Joe. Um, welcome, Danny. No, it's my pleasure. Um, thank you so much again just for your time. Um, the space is beautiful as well. Um, just first off, I guess we won't waste any time. Um, do you want to just take us back from the beginning then? Um, just how you grew up and whatnot. Um, if you could just start there with your story. I'm sorry again that you couldn't, te- uh, we had some technical difficulties and whatnot, but yeah, if you don't mind just starting from the beginning, um, just how you grew up and whatnot, just the beginning of your story. So like China, chapter one. Mm. Yeah. If you could just start there then. Hyung. So I was born as a very weird kid. Really? Mm-hmm. How so? Uh, I don't know, like starting at a young age, I always, uh, thought about life, what life is. And, and I used to, I guess my mom used to told me that, uh, my mom told me actually, like when I was five, Mm. starting from five, I used to talk about life with her, like what life is. Starting at five, that's like before kindergarten, man, for sure. Okay. So I was giving her advices, like how to live. At five years yeah. old, young. so you're like a little homie Confucius, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Okay. So, so, so you're already different. Okay, I, you know, I was born with a very uh, uh, different heart, mm. I would say, and because of that, uh, I looked at the life differently mm-hmm. as a young kid, and and because of that, I was very confused in my youth because I was isolated. You know, I see what you mean. You know, and. and People looked at me weird, especially my friends, you know, and like it wasn't comfortable for me to hang around with pe- like just my friends and like, you know, my age group because um, I wasn't that like, you know, excited or, or interested in, in the things that they usually do. So like what normal kids would be. Interested yeah. In mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you were more mature than you were at that age, would you say then? Mm-hmm. Is that what kind of like stood out then? I think so. Looking, yeah. Looking back. So then, so you you were originally born in Korea, mm-hmm. as you, as we spoke. Um, mm-hmm. Then when you came to America, when was that? Uh, ninety four. So I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. So mm-hmm. then, 
were the friends here in the states like the same like they treated you in that same manner at that time or did you have like a different kind of experience with the with your group of friends here and when you came to the states it was similar uh-huh. but you know i was never a popular kid really because of my personality uh-huh and you know and believe it or not like you know uh physical aspect i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't close to where you're at now yes so what were you like a smaller frame like i guess like, skinny fat really skinny fat nerdy kid or like well until when was that would you say mm, up to the point where i started bodybuilding which was like or like high school like high school? like uh junior junior year yeah junior year oh, okay then were you like more of like an introvert or like an extrovert like would you say i was extrovert oh. but you know uh you know, I had to, like, you know, hide who I was mm. because that wasn't welcome back then. So you kind of, like, had to adjust your personality almost kind of? Yeah. In order to fit in, right? Mm-hmm. Like no, most of us wanted to right. do, right? As right. a foreigner foreigner kid too, mm-hmm. right? Kumin, um, when was that point where, like, you're, I guess, that godsend moment where you're like, okay, health is, like, I want to I want to get into this like i want to get big or like i want to get healthy or fit like what was that moment that kind of clicked or what whatnot like so i started lifting uh when my older brother um uh, introduced me to uh like you know bodybuilding Mm-mm. you know basically like being a younger brother who always follow everything that he did you know because he started working out i just followed it automatically as, yes as yes yeah. but um the the time when I got into seriously into bodybuilding was my first when when my first girlfriend left me. Oh, so you you know how that goes, okay, you know. Okay, yeah. so that is so it had to do with the chick, huh? Yeah, you know how Damn. you because know, because the love is so pure that your heart is like broken in pieces, you know, when 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 that when, when that happens, yep, you know. So you know, I was so desperate and hurt that I had to rely on something. And fortunately for me, that was bodybuilding. And I clicked with bodybuilding right away because uh, because I was so isolated mm. due to my personality. Mm. I had so much anger and rage in me. Really? Because mm. of that breakup and whatnot? No, 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 no. Because the way I grew up. So how so would you say, Hong? Like- first of all, oh. uh, like ever since uh, we moved to the state, uh, my parents struggle financially a lot. So, like, growing up, I uh, lived in a one-bedroom ap- apartment. And then uh, we all slept in the same room, four people. Four, the whole family. The whole family. So, I lived there until I was 24. Can you believe that? So 24, uh, Hyung. Until 24. Until your Kobe year. Until, yeah, until I was 24 years old. I, <sighs> I was sleeping in the same room with my parents. Y'all hear that, man? So, Jeez. so uh, watching my parents uh, struggle financially, yeah, and myself uh, being a weird kid, always being isolated due to my personality. Uh, like you know, I had a lot of rage, and I was always a nice kid because so I didn't express my anger. I was always the one that like like hold it in. So you're that nice kid that you did not want to see pissed off, basically. Yeah. Because you never got mad, basically. Yeah. So I, I was holding a lot of things in, and mm-hmm. when I found when I did bodybuilding, I was able able to express my anger, mm-hmm. 
and rage and I wasn't hurting anybody. Of course. But, you know, I, looking back, I kind of hurt a lot of people at a 25 finish in Koreatown <laughs> because, because, of my, because of my screams and, <laughs> and you know, just throwing, throwing the dumbbells into the floor, making a big noise. Yeah, I was, I was those, like, those bad manner people at the gym. But, you know. Gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I gotta. I, you know, that's that's how I started with my anger and rage, sure. and because of that, uh, I learned how how to live, how to perform with my heart rather than my head, because nobody taught me how to live with my heart. How, like you know, how to how to do something with my heart. But then my heart came out because I was so hurt. I was so desperate, and. Looking back, that's the, I guess it was a plan of God because I clicked with bodybuilding right away. And I completely changed through bodybuilding because of that. Because of that moment. Because of that one moment that allowed me to express who I was. Wow. Okay, so then you're 24, right? You mm -hmm. say you're living with your parents at that, at that moment still um, in that one bedroom apartment. So what was that pivot for you then that allowed you kind of to switch your situation, I guess, then? Uh, can you repeat the question one so, more time? So um, when you were like at 24, right, mm -hmm. um, you were still living with your parents and okay. whatnot. Um, then what was that moment or what was that thing that you did that allowed you to change your situation, right? Not just your living situation, but like your career or, and whatnot. The best, looking back, mm -hmm. uh, so basically like uh, I, you know, trained uh, this guy named Jason Tobin at a 25 Fitness okay. when I was working uh, as a trainer at 25 Fitness in Koreatown. Oh, okay. And, you know, he was playing a role of a Bruce Lee uh, for a very small independent film, which he, he didn't make the final cut. But through him, I made Brian T, mm, who was the... Fast and Furious, Yeah, right? Fast and Furious, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. And through that, you know, I was introduced to Lee Byung-hyun, the Storm Shadow from G.I. Joe. And through him, I met Kim Jong-guk. And through him, I met this and that, you know. And yeah, the, the list the, goes on the, and the list on. The list goes on and on. But the, the point I'm trying to make is, yeah. um, looking back, like, it wasn't a luck that I met I trained Jason Tobin and through Jason Tobin, I, you know, I met all, yeah. all the celebrity, uh, after that, uh, it was a plan of God and I was just there at that right moment because God put me there. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You gotta listen deeply with your heart. Mm. Um, he put me there because I believed he put me there because I fucking believed Sorry for my language, but... No, not at all. Yeah. And so when you ask me, how'd you meet all those people? Uh, how'd you uh, got here? And my answer is simple, because I believe that one day... Um, Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. One day, one day he was going to put me... Uh, where I exactly belong, and Amen. and I never doubted his plan. Amen. So you were living with that expectation, young. 
right? You were ex- you you expected him to provide. You expected to like you said you envision this this moment, this these things, right? That you've been given, but like you said, hard work. Like there's no there was no luck involved. It was all part of his plan, but it was up to you to implement that plan, right? Yes. To act on that plan. Yes. Right. And yes. that's what I try I'm trying to get to the audience is that it's not just a matter of living with the expectation, but it's putting in that work, putting your faith in action, right? It's like this. Uh, when you, it's like, when you know that something is about to come and that something is so big and powerful and that will turn, in, turn yourself into a great person, mm. uh, you act differently. So, you know, my weirdness, the, uh, which came from my heart, mm. I was very confused because of that, you know, growing up. But through, uh, you know, a lot of people that who mentor me through, uh, you know, uh, as a soldier, of, a soldier, like, you know, of Jesus Christ, yeah. it, those like, you know, mentorship made me realize that this is not weird. This is a gift. And once I realized this gift, uh, I made up my mind to use this gift. And embrace it. And when I started to to use my heart, the gift, the so-called gift from God, uh, I became very powerful. Powerful meaning not like just strong. Yeah, not physically. Yeah, not physically, physically strong. Mentally, yeah. It's more like mental and spiritually Spiritual. strong. And... And I, I guess after that, I came to a conclusion that, you know, I have a gift and I have a responsibility to share this gift. So after that commitment, I decided to start living a very different life, not as every Joe who wants to do whatever uh, fuck I want. I made up my mind to live uh, with a purpose and that requires discipline. Mm. That requires... Uh, controlling what i what i want you know because i cannot do everything that i want to do you know as as a soldier soldier of jesus christ i have to discipline myself to become the person that i need to be <laughs> that that the, be, become a person that jesus wants me to be not the person i want to be yes amen man yes then oh man you know how how so you talked about discipline right how how have you stayed so disciplined and like consistent? I think that's a word that like rings in my head when I think about you is not just discipline, which is important, okay, but applying that consistency, right? Applying that discipline on an everyday basis, right? What 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 is driving you right now? Like what is It's very simple and, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and sorry, yeah, yeah. This is something that I, you know, uh, I, I've been telling myself ever since I made the commitment is every time I wake up in the morning, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't sincere at first when I first tried it yeah. uh, for a couple of years, but then it became part of me. And this is the question that I always ask myself. Uh, if today's your last day, mm. how'd you live it? And uh, whatever I, I, I do, whether it's training my client, uh, me working out, 
you know, talking to you at this moment. Uh, I asked myself if this is the last thing that you're about to do in this in, in this beautiful place earth called Earth. Uh, how'd you do it? <laughs> and that question always get my heart involved and whenever my heart comes 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 into play with whatever uh whatever things that I need to perform and I I experienced that the results are really amazing so it's basically don't half ass anything yes right yes never half ass anything yes but then you start as a half ass why because nobody's born passionate nobody's born as Kobe Bryant like mamba <laughs> mentality you know amen, what I mean? Amen. You know, it's 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 the repetition. Got to develop it, right? Yeah, it's the repetition practice. Doing repetition meaning doing every day. Yeah, not just If you want to bring yourself to be grateful every day, then you have to fake it and <laughs> and brainwash yourself every day to be grateful. I wasn't grateful. Like really but, grateful, but, yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't grateful when I first started you know, trying to be grateful yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah. You know, I forced myself to be grateful and that became who I am. Mm. You know, the question that I ask every, uh, myself every morning is today's your last day. How'd you live it? I didn't mean it when I first uh, questioned mm. myself. Just, it just that. sounded good, right? It yeah. sounded right at the yeah. time. I see what you mean. But I did it over and over and over and over and over <laughs> and became who I am today. And and that's the story about Kobe Bryant, and that's the mentality that I learned from yeah. the great Kobe Bryant. Hey, Amen. That mm -hmm. Mamba mentality, man. Then, like currently right now, Young, what is what is something that I guess you struggle with right now that maybe one of our listeners or our audience can maybe relate to, or is there something that you currently like are um, battling or trying to like improve upon? Right. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm a very passionate person, because I'm a very goal-driven goal person. Uh, whenever you're very focused on your goals, you know, just like Kobe Bryant, you become, just like Michael Jordan, you become very selfish. Mm. And because I've been, I've been living this life for a very long time, you know, I've been bodybuilding for 20 years, and I've been training, I've been a trainer for uh, 15 years, because I isolated myself from my friends and, mm. and a lot of people and society mm. that like I have a mentality of getting into that zone and whenever I get into that zone, I become very selfish, you know? So being selfish turns into a sometime, uh, you know, a douchebag. Mm. And that's the thing that I'm really working really hard for me to uh, change because, you know, I came to a conclusion that life is not about me, 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 me. You know, it's all about, you know, uh, we, mm -hmm. but, you know, all you got to do is, it, it, it's very difficult in a sense, but it's very easy to turn into me to a we. All you got to do is flip that M to, to a W mm -hmm. and that's it. And it becomes we. So, um, I guess you just got to make a commitment and start taking action of giving and sharing and listening and being being kind and being considerate. And even though it's, you start as a fake, you know, you force yourself to do it over and over and then it becomes part of you. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is 
whatever you're, whatever you want to change about yourself, mm. fake it. It's okay. Why? Because it's better than not changing at all. It's mm. better than just thinking about it mm. and not, and wishing mm. that I I should be like this. You know. See what you mean? Yeah. Not so, acting on it. Not yeah. Just proof. just yeah. As long as you're taking the first step. As long as you're yeah. taking. Uh, just uh, action. Being fake is not bad. It's better than not changing. Not changing at not all. Not doing anything, and just blaming the society exactly. or other people mm-hmm. for your for your action. Exactly, and when you're not doing anything yourself, yes. I see what yes. you mean. Then, that's um, when you mentioned that it popped into my head is the like, as in your position, like you, you obviously receive a lot of praise. But you received that much more criticism as of well, course. right? Of course. And throughout your career, um, through competing and whatnot, and through YouTube and through modeling and through training and just all the things that you've done, you are going to have haters. Yes? Of course. And um, I know we talked about this off camera and whatnot, mm-hmm. but um, for those of you who don't know, um, Danny um, legit got called out, right, for... Um, some a few things right that um some youtuber literally said that uh like a list of things that why danny joe is fake right mm-hmm. or things that danny joe claims that is fake right mm-hmm. literally just a hate a hate video right mm-hmm. and for most people most people could just ignore it or they could just say whatever like i don't care right um but what I appreciated as a fan and just mm-hmm. as a viewer from an outside point of view was your willingness to not ignore it, mm-hmm. right? But embrace it, not only embrace it, but provide those answers, mm-hmm. right? Those que- to those questions or mm-hmm. those claims, right. right? And you did it in a manner that was as professional as possible and as legitimate as possible. Like if you guys watch the video, like he has a lawyer and everything, Yes. Um, and then if you watch the video, what I appreciated was you literally tackled each one, one by one, yes. right? But could you take us through just that whole process? Like what, like what was going through your head? Like what made you end up deciding to even make that response video? You know what I mean? Like, cause you didn't have to do that. Of no, course. Of course. Right. Of course. But of course in the end you did it. Right. So like, could you kind of take us through like, first of all, what, what were those things and then mm-hmm. how did you like how did you deal with that so you want me to list list all the things that that or just that wasn't it just five young yeah it i think five, it, yeah, i think it was top five yeah we'll yeah. just make it like real quick yeah the five things uh you know uh he claimed that uh you know i first of all like uh he i won a novice which is a first time first timer yeah first timer and you know i won a novice but you know he told people that you know he won the like the open overall i i did win the novice overall but then he claimed that you know i didn't tell people that i won the novice and then won won the open overall Uh the second thing was uh never won a mr california 2010 mr california and then third thing was uh i bought a like you use a g-wagon g-wagon yeah. to 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 show that you know please watch the video i'll put the link in the description yeah. but yeah uh-huh and and fourth thing was uh what was it oh just buying buying, buying likes, likes on instagram oh my God. and then the, the, fifth the fifth thing was i never met dwayne johnson oh yeah yeah 
Mm-hmm. Guys, find something better to do with your time, please, man. All you haters, please, like straight up. But sorry. it's okay, yeah. though. No, no, it's okay. I know. They, 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 we, hey, Hyung, mm-hmm. I know you're one of those people. Hey, you want that smoke. You know what I mean? Give me that heat. You know what I mean? I'll take it. You know what I mean? I ain't afraid of nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what was so awesome about that response for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, but how did you deal with that one? Not so. Oh man, at first, yeah, when you, you know, first saw at first I ignored it because uh-huh. I thought because I thought it was funny. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I was telling myself, oh wow, people like really like, care that much. Yeah, really. Oh wow, like you know, I because I, I didn't know like like in YouTube world, uh-huh. I I didn't really know that I got myself that big i see what you mean that that much influence at yes that yes mm-hmm. because you know like i all i do is work work out and home you know so i don't get i don't have a time to socialize mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. yeah 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 but but i ignored it but then everybody started believing <laughs> and everybody started asking asking questions. questions and so i was like oh you know what i, I let's Let's make a video about this, but then I didn't know how, so you know I kind of waited. But during that moment, of course, it kind of hurt hurt me. Of course, man, you're human. Yeah, because everybody was believing oh, that, and it's a lie or yeah. they're lies. And yeah. and I told myself, I asked myself, is all my hard work being, Damn. you know, consistent with with what I did, and you know, uh, yeah, like utilizing my heart to the fullest, like when when I was interacting with people, yeah. is all that going down, like nothing. just you know, for nothing? But it kind of hurt me mentally. But looking back, that's the best thing that ever happened to me mm. because really? um, I develop. First of all, I develop as a soldier of God. Mm. Why? Because I talk to God more often. Really? I, you know, my relationship with God got better, I see. and my relationship with my parents got even stronger because i pray with my parents every every night that's awesome and i start eating dinner with them every night and but before i didn't have time for that of course it was a blessing in disguise yes so you were able to change your perspective and see the positives from that Mm -hmm. looking back Mm -hmm. all right then i mean then the next thing i guess is what so like you've worked with multiple people you've competed right at the mm-hmm. professional level right and then you had this moment where um for those of you who don't know um danny has been very transparent with your use of steroids and whatnot mm-hmm. right um and i spoke of this with you on camera yes. off camera asking you if that's okay and he, he immediately said it was fine of course and i appreciate that yes um but what i wanted to ask you from uh, a third party or outside viewer is why is there such a negative connotation okay. with steroids other than okay for professional athletes i understand yes okay you're cheating right okay but when it comes to people who are in the entertainment or you know in in that industry or the health industry mm-hmm. right if they're not competing right why is there that negative stigmatism of steroids when you know people like i said the rock right and like you know actors who are training for you know like the Hugh Jackman for Wolverine right, like, right. those fools were roided out right and Mr. Olympia's you know if you're bodybuilding right. like I hope the audience understands you cannot physically get that big no matter how hard you train without right. some sort of supplements yes. like eight like some enhancement yes. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so then 
Hyung, how how why is that though, Hyung? Why is there such a negative like when Hollywood people are all doing it? These are people we all look up to, right? I guess lack of information and lack uh, of education, you know. I see what you mean. Uh, it's just like, you know, you could say that this medication is really bad for you. Mm. Oh, you know what? I have a better example. Okay. Uh, you know, there's so many uh controversial like you know opinion about mariana oh yeah okay you know but then if you do uh simple research is there's so much uh benefit. benefit you know just uh outside of just getting high mm. yes so am i recommending steroid no did i uh did i try steroid yes but to be exact i tried uh not an anabolic steroid anabolic steroid is something that gives you a muscle directly mm -hmm. i tried this thing called human growth hormone mm -hmm. which is more like anti-aging mm -hmm. and because you know i work in a field field that a lot of uh my clients are utilizing that for their anti-aging i wanted to experience that yep. what that is and then so i could understand yeah i could understand what it is so it, it, it is a steroid category, but then it's not a muscle building steroid. Mm. So I tried it for six months. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You tried it for six months? Six months. And was it worth it? Did I benefit from it? Yes. But am I still doing it? No. Why? Because I found a better uh, resume that I'm currently doing right now, which is called intermittent fasting mm -hmm. and ketogenic diet. Mm -hmm. And that's giving me a much more uh, benefit of benefit of both world muscle building feeling good, good feeling energized looking good so i came to a conclusion that i don't need uh those extra help of course i mm -hmm. see what you mean then geez that's awesome that you're able to just be so open in that aspect then how are you able to like now right now that you're past that right mm -hmm. looking back on it young would you say it's something that will only continue like it'll always be here right like it'll always be something that people use right like do you think that's going to just continue like that trend of people using it in the industry not just the health industry but like in hollywood too oh for sure for, for sure. sure right that, that won't stop right because because it is of uh the reason why the reason why is so uh has a bad uh conception is because it is a form of a drug. Yeah, why, why, why it is a drug? Because it's super addicting. Ah, it's addictive. It's addicting. Huh? Okay, I didn't know that. It's part. very addicting because let's say uh, you're not a strong person, oh. but when you're when you're taking anabolic steroids, ah, you see you, the you suddenly become strong and then you're lifting heavy weight and you feel good about yourself and then you you realize that muscles are building a lot faster. Ah. So how can you get off it? I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're so. And because it's addicting, you cannot get off. And you can, once you don't get off, you know your body does become uh, relying on that, and then your natural like hormone aspect it, it, it really messes you up. Yeah, in the end, right? Yeah, like mentally, like people don't understand. Yeah, yeah. there's physical downsides, but mm -hmm. the mental downsides are just as right, right, just as dangerous. Right? Yes, yes. Jeez. So anything addicting. Uh, <laughs> And if you rely on that hundred percent, then it uh, becomes a form of a drug. And you know, I would I would never recommend yeah. something like that to people. Of course. Yes. Too much of anything is not yes. good, right? Yes. Okay. Then I guess the next question that I have for you is, 
you mentioned like your current diet of like intermittent fasting and keto, right? Okay. Could you kind of explain for those people who don't mm. understand like just like a typical, right? What intermittent fasting is and then what a keto, like how, what you do with the keto diet as well. What intermittent fasting is, you, know, you have a period of hours where you're not eating any calories, At like all, right? food. Uh-huh. And you have a, a window of hours that you're, you're allowed to eat and then you only eat that certain period. And when you're not eating food, like you're consuming zero calories, your bodies are detoxing on its own, your body uh, through uh, this this, uh, detox system called uh, autophagy. So your body's becoming healthier on its own detox because it's detoxing. Because it's naturally detoxing. Naturally detoxing. And and of course, when you're able to, when your body's able to detox, then of course, you're going to have an anti-aging benefit. And when your body is running with no calorie, your body is trying to use your muscle. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a muscle like myself, but yeah, then but everybody muscle. has muscle. Yeah, yes. no matter what. So your body is trying to uh, utilize muscle as energy. And because your body is trying to protect the muscle you have, your body release the human growth hormone on its own naturally. What? Yes. During intermittent fasting. Yes. So that's one of the benef- like huge yes. benefits. And the longer you fast, your body release human growth ho- hormone even more so they could preserve your muscle mass more. Really? And that's the reason why I don't need to uh, take uh, inject human growth hormone for myself. Because it's because, naturally. Because, I, you know, the, my resume, because I fast for anywhere between 20 to uh, 24 hours. The OMAD diet, right? The yes, one meal a day. one meal a day diet. And because of because I'm fasting for a long period of time, my bodies are constantly releasing human growth hormone on its own. On its own. On its own naturally. So, which is more powerful than those pharmaceutical, uh, you know, a man-made. Yeah, man-made drugs, yeah. So, why do I need to take that? So, then, and this is something that, 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 the, a person or uh, people that who have tried this fasting will only understand what I'm talking about. Then, okay, sorry for the Korean, ladies and gentlemen, but like, right? <laughs> is, that, is that correct? Right? Because, dude, the Asian culture, we're all grown up with where we got to eat three meals a day. You know, but, I mean? you know, a lot of people, a lot of especially older generation, yes. like elders. Yeah, like our parents. and They, the they will hate, hate me uh, <laughs> for a claim, that, for the statement that I'm about to make. But I would, uh, I would never eat a breakfast from this point on. Once, uh, once I understood how my body works scientifically, uh, I would never eat a breakfast. Really? Or, or, or I would never eat three meals a day. A day. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, what like two, maybe. If two. Anything, right? Yeah, two. But never that. Why? Breakfast. Why? Because Why? so I have a window of gap. I'm not eating, mm-hmm. and so technically I'm fasting. Oh. And when I'm fasting, my body is like you said, rejuvenating, recovering. So why would I not do that? Instead of feeding yourself, yeah, right? or wasting the calories. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Because mm-hmm. don't you feel like sluggish after you eat too? Technically. And you know, I mean. I've been a bodybuilder for 20 years, so I've been eating a chicken breast and a broccoli and a rice the bro every, diet. every two hours, six meals a day. I've been eating like that, that for 15 years. So I know, and, I, and as a trainer, professionally, you could name all the diet and I tried it. So it's and, basically what works for you, what you personally have tried. 
yes. right, through trial and error, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you've come to this conclusion of the OMAD and keto yes. intermittent fasting diet, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Then you mentioned about intermittent. Then could you clarify for those of you who don't know, like keto, what is technically like the correct, you know what I mean? Because we mentioned off camera, like okay. what, people have this misconception of what keto actually is, okay. right? So could you kind of like give us like a kind of little, like a Wikipedia version of Okay, so yeah. ke- ketogenic diet is uh, basically a high fat High fat, so not high protein. No, like people think, right? Because no. people just think like, yeah, high fat, high protein, low carb. Yeah, right? something goes up, something has to go down. Mm-hmm. So because the Balance. fat is going down, mm-hmm. first of all, uh, your protein and carb carbohydrate has to go down. Mm-hmm. But you do need your body need some amount of a protein. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot, not more than people think. Like people think what? Like their body weight. Yeah, body weight. Too, that's right? yeah. Like your that. body like, doesn't need that. I used to eat like that for a very long time, and really? I was very tired. I was very sluggish. I I had to take a nap every every time, every lunch time. Uh-uh. But right now, when I start reducing my protein and then you know increasing uh, your fat. Yeah, I I work out three times a day. Which three times. which I used to work out one time a day as a bodybuilder when I was on a typical bodybuilding really? diet. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. And I used to take a nap because I was so tired. Of course. But right now I take no nap, work out three times a day, fasted, but I'm still energized when I go back home at wow. night. That's so crazy. That just shows that you know my body is performing at a maximum, maximum ca- optimal yes. level, right? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Then I guess the so yeah uh, yeah, yeah, sorry to cut you off Um, but let me explain the uh, keto uh, a little bit more clearly high fat moderate protein extremely low carbohydrate intake when you say extremely low young what does that mean though like base are we basing off of grams or like yes grams so anywhere between like zero to fifty grams of of carbs per day yeah per day. But you can't have zero because everything has carbs in yeah, it no in some what, form. Right? So up to a 50 grams are acceptable. Mm. You know, if you're just, uh, if you're, if you're just every Joe, mm. but you know, it varies from people to people, from but people. 50 grams a day, uh, you could still uh, be in a, keto, a ketogenic, ketogenic diet. diet mm-hmm. For sure. So what happens is you're changing the fuel system in your body. Uh. You're, uh, so for normal people, your body runs on carbohydrate as a fuel. Uh. But then when you consume that extremely low amount and then consume uh, fat as energy, uh. your body releases uh, this energy cell called ketone. Uh, ketone. Yeah. Your body makes ketone from your liver. liver. So basically it's, it's, it's a signal that your body uh, uh, sent to your, to your body to release more stored body fat as energy. Instead of like muscle or whatnot. Yeah. Oh. So when you're on a ketone stage, your body is burning a uh, 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 belly fat to be exact, a uh, body fat as energy this is throughout the days. And, and <laughs> yes, and that's the reason why I'm 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 shredded like year round because because my body's running on ketone. Facts, by the way, facts. Mm. Then okay, then I sorry sorry for getting so technical, but I just wanted. You know, yes. people to at least know who are interested in that diet mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but then to kind of shift, then we heard about kind of like the down period with, you know, the controversy with the hater and the steroid use, mm-hmm. right? Then what what was kind of like, was there a moment for you, Hyung, where you're just kind of like, damn, like, I made it. Like, or like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is, this is 
my hard work is definitely like paying off like earlier in your career or was there like any moment for you that you kind of like realized like damn what you've accomplished and whatnot or like felt felt satisfied i guess yes it's like moment like this oh right like this right now exactly like this really yeah wow thank you for saying that when when someone like yourself that comes to me and tell me how how much of an impact that i made for your life uh because i still remember that punk ass little kid (laughs) that i was once before that punk little weird kid that was isolated that was never appreciated that that was never uh recognized you know as someone great taken for granted and someone like yourself comes comes into my life and then tell me how much of an impact that I made for you, then and it's kind of weird, amazing, but great at the same time. It's an amazing feeling. Yes. That's what it, it's all about, right? All your work that you do, right? It's it's the point of what you do, right? Changing that me to we, right, you know? Yes, but then I guess the most important thing is uh through this responsibility, through this, uh, the gift that I have from God, I guess the question that I have to ask myself is, what are you going to do about it? What are you <laughs> going to do with it? So, so I can't stop here now. Damn. Just because, you know, I'm recognized, just, just because I'm appreciated uh, by people, uh, you know, with, with the accomplishment that I have done, can't stop here There's now. Still more to do, yes, right? and and because I because I realize that, and I tell myself this too every time, and this is a quote from a Spider-Man One movie. <laughs> That's awesome, Tobey Maguire or the newer one, uh, Tobey Maguire one. Uh, uh, uh. And, what is it? And and it was the uncle was dropping off Tobey Maguire. And it was the right before he got killed. The uncle got killed, yeah. and the uncle told uh, Toby that with great power ah. comes great responsibility. Yes, amen. And, Facts. And I tell myself every time Facts. when I get tempted, I tell myself that every time I don't feel like doing this, and uh, I tell myself that every time I don't want to live mm. way God wants me to live, mm. and. I tell myself that and I just wake the fuck up and, you know, I, you know, I discipline myself to stay away from whatever, whatever things I have to stay away and start living the life of God. Amen, man. Um, then, Young, I guess, is there a kind of a final message I guess, right, that you want to kind of share, right? Like, because you mentioned that you still have a lot of work to do, right, Yeah. So what is kind of like the future plans for you or like things that you want to accomplish or pursue, I guess, for you? Like just beyond fitness, of course. I'm sure there's like other things that you want to master or, you know, 2020 obviously affected a lot of things, but with the year concluding, is there anything that like your plans going forward? Mm. as you know i'm a human being just like you guys <laughs> you know so i do want to make a lot of money of course you know i want to get more famous i want to get more recognized i want to be more loved but i came to a c- conclusion and i made a commitment with myself that i'm gonna try my best 
to not live that life, even though I want to. Uh, why? Yeah, why? Because the goal that I set for myself is, uh, I don't know my, when my last day will be, but then I, 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 my, this is my personal goal. I want to die in peace. And in order for me to die in peace, I realized that I have to leave something behind, meaningful, something meaningful, not just your legacy, not just not not as a legacy, because legacy is something that you know I'm doing for myself. You know, I see what you, mean. you know. Uh, I have to leave something. Uh, I so basically, I, okay, let me just make it simple. <laughs> I have to live the life that God wants me to live, not to live the life that I want to live. And, and that, that's the only way that uh, I realize that I will be dying in peace, if you know what I mean. Amen is what I'm trying to say. Sorry. But okay. like, I hope you guys understood that part in the aspect where I think all of us struggle with the person we want to be versus the person we should be, right? Which is what you just kind of alluded to right now, right? Yes. Um, so Because I'm being too holy, right? Let me just tell you guys <laughs> straight up. Wow. If, 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 if I'm living the life that I want to be, I'll probably drive a Ferrari and live in a penthouse and have a 10 different girlfriend like them. Real Brazilian. talk. Real talk. This, this, I'm, be, I'm just being real. Yeah, real fucking talk. But I, I want to be happy in life. And in order for you to be truly happy, you have to have peace in you, right? And peace is something that only God could give you. So if you want to have peace and you want to be truly happy in life then you have to learn how to discipline yourself and not do everything that you want to do in life you know so if you know if you're a christian if you have a religion uh understand that if you please your god whoever god you believe right mm -hmm. all god mm. are great Whoever you believe, understand what he likes or she likes or whatever, yeah. whatever you call it. If you're pleasing your God, then you will always have peace in you Amen. because you're doing the right thing in life. And by having peace in you, you will truly be happy. Am I, be, am I happy? Am I truly happy as of this moment? Very fucking happy. <laughs> Why? Because I'm living the life that I should be living. Amen. Not the life that I want to live. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, I mean, with that said, I think that'll um, conclude the podcast version, like the interview version. Um, if you don't mind, Hyung, we usually do this like fire round of questions, okay. like random questions, okay. just to kind of relax and just like ask you some few questions. So it'll right. be very quick. Um, so uh, is that okay with you? Yeah, that, okay. yeah that's fine. Let me just For text sure. my client. Yeah, of course, of course. Guys, thank you. Like he's literally <laughs> making time right now for us to do this. So um, thank you again, Hyung. Okay. Yeah. For sure. You ready for the questions? Yeah, I'm ready. Then? Okay. Um, so first question is your 
<laughs> biggest regret, if you even have any. I don't have any. <sighs> okay. Next question. If you were not doing fitness, right, or any training or anything, right, what would you want to be doing? Or what would you be doing, you think? If I didn't become a trainer, I probably uh, became those typical K-Town Ajishi. <laughs> typical K-Town Ajishi. Just, just making, uh, you know, uh, like working at a salary job. A like salary job, drinking Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. Just that Thursday. grind, right? Work hard, play hard kind of mentality. Yeah, right? yeah. And, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Real talk, huh? Yeah. For sure. Okay, and then next question is, what is the worst piece of advice you have ever received? You will never be successful in life. Ooh, so the doubt, plain and simple, the mm. doubters. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have what it takes. Don't doubt yourself, yo. Okay. And then last question. Your greatest accomplishment in your life or feeling of satisfaction believing god that'll do it thank you again for your time young um again um just young i'm still in disbelief that we got this done and i really appreciate just the vulnerability i'm sure it wasn't easy to share all that you had to share but what i appreciate is that you took the time to really like process right Give yourself a time to take a breath and really express yourself. And I think you did a great job on this thank on you, this man. episode. So thank you again, Danny Hung. Um, if you don't mind, could you like put in your plug, like how people can find you or reach you and whatnot? Uh, I have an Instagram. Uh, it's at uh, Danny Joe Fitness. Mm-hmm. D-A-N-N-Y-J-O-E and Fitness. fitness. Uh-huh. And just, just, just DM me there. For like, sure. you know, whenever uh, you need to uh, talk to somebody. For sure. It doesn't have to be fitness, you know. You know, if you're strug- if you're struggling with life, if you're doubting yourself, and if you're uh, going through obstacles in life, just DM me. No doubt. You know, I, I probably went through the very similar stuff that you went through, and I know exactly how to overcome that. No doubt. Thank you. Um, I'll put all his information in the show description, the links below, and whatnot. But again, Danny Joe, thank you for your time, Young. Seriously, like. It was a blessing. Again, this is the Godsend Podcast. Thank you, guys. I'm your host, Raymond Chi. Until next time, take care and God bless. Peace. Yo, thank you again for tuning in. For more information on everything you just heard, please check out this week's episode show notes or head over to godsendpodcast.com.